Hey, it's Steph. And Peter. Hello, everybody. We're back with Fed Up Yet. And we're fed up today. We are very, very <laughs> fed up. This is a take 27 uh, because of all the uh, insanity going on in this household. Yeah. Side note. One of our dogs threw up seven times this morning. On top of that, our child has pink eye. I have a cough. And I have shitty attitude like every day. So Yeah, yeah. So, so bear with us as we're um, trying to figure things out today. But we, we do have, we hope, we do have a good episode for you. Um, cultural, political, and personal. Some personal things we're going to throw in there. We'll see. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to expose you. Please do. Just take <laughs> me out of my misery. <laughs> All right. So let's get started, huh? Let's do it. Okay. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to make a quote unquote correction. So the last episode we talked about Kamala and the books and every child on the border getting a book, which we thought was crazy. Let's just say, uh, but I wouldn't put it past her. So, and I think we said that. Yeah, let's let's make this this time around this particular recording mm-hmm. a little shorter than last time. I think we spent a little too much on it last time. Let's say it's been fact check. We don't know exactly what's happening. <laughs> There's probably not. Uh, it's probably not true that every single child coming through the border is getting her book. Some probably are. Basically, we don't know the exact facts, but... Um, fact checkers say it's false. We think fact checkers are false. So we're kind of in a conundrum there. But yes. we're here to to be intellectually honest, like we talked about last time. And we have to tell you what they've said. It's a denial on their part. There is one book out there, they say, and only one book. We're supposed to believe that only one of her books is out there. Take it as you want. And we are uh, working on setting up the, all the social media for the podcast. So as long as that's set up, we will let you know. And we do want to hear from everybody who has, who has any questions about what we have to say or any corrections or whatever. And we will interact with every single person. And if we're uh, wrong, we will... I wouldn't say every single person. When we... we just, yeah, we, we want to we interact will, We will with correct everybody. ourselves if we are wrong. Oh, of course. Um, if we're factually wrong. But you, like, opinions are That's, like assholes. Yes, so, your, yeah. anyway, um, so moving on, we wanted to share that in the beginning. Uh, we wanted to briefly bring up Biden's speech again to Congress. And it was <laughs> laughable. If you saw the speech from the crowd, like if you looked out into the quote unquote crowd, it looked like one of his rallies, right? Yeah, there was like seven people, four people in each aisle. Everybody's it was got just a circle around them. <laughs> embarrassing. And, and looking at that was like, holy crap, like that's our government right now. Like these are the people making major decisions for us. Like this is sick. So anyway... The, other than the lies that he told and the and the uh how he took credit for all of the vaccinations and the economy and all this other stuff that's just total bullcrap and we can get into that another time. I kind of want to get into the vaccination thing. As we well, we're going to talk about the vaccination. Right, I just 
you know, uh, uh, building on uh, taking credit for the vaccination. Yeah. Uh, I think we've said it before. I'm numbers guy. I like numbers and stats and graphs and all the exciting stuff. Um, <laughs> as Trump was leaving the office, we were about one one point one million a day uh, as far as vaccinations go. Uh, at a hike, we were at the, I mean at a height, we were at uh, around three some million a day. Uh, if you look at graphs from the day of the rollout of the vaccine through the end of Trump's presidency all the way to the height of vaccinations, daily vaccinations, it will be a it will be a pretty straight uh pretty straight shot. It will the the uh what's the word I'm forgetting? Um don't know. I'm not a numbers girl. Right. So, <laughs> so Wrong there was there was no there was no significant increase uh, in trajectory of the vaccination rollout on the January twenty first uh, or twentieth. Uh, it's go- it's not going to be flat and then straight to the skies. It's going to no, be a, it's going like to be the, like the uh, like the Dogecoin. No, oh. not what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. It's going to be a pretty pretty straight and and. Um, the continuous trajectory from the first vaccine to today. So meaning for all of us stupidly meaning no miracle had happened on January 20th when right. he took over took, right. took the office. It it all of a sudden it wasn't seven people on January 15th yeah. and 3 million on January 21st. Right. It was a straight up trajectory that would have happened under Trump had he stayed right. in office and and he did have a plan and right and the other thing is just look back at what Biden was saying and mocking Trump about what Trump was saying about the vaccinations i mean Biden was mocking him saying he'd never get these out in time these things would never happen and now he's taking credit for something he was mocking Trump about it's just it's just ridiculous and this is not you know Trump Biden issue the operation warp speed was a technological technological miracle yeah it it something that has been that is unheard of in the history of of humanity so so there needs to be some credit given to to the to the Trump administration because they were the ones taking care but of they that. Ca- they can't. Well, they, they can can't do it because unlike us where we're trying to be intellectually honest, I have not found a freaking democrat in 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 power that can be intellectually honest. Not one. I feel find like, me one I, I and feel, I will I will gladly. You know I feel like there was one person. I'm sure there is somebody, but I don't know anybody. For the um, vaccines. <clears throat> so anyway, but Beyond speaking of vaccines, the worst thing for me, and I think for you too, was that we had these two. I'm going to censor myself here. Lovely ladies sitting behind Biden with masks on. We know that they're both fully vaccinated. We also know not just them, everybody in a damn room, right? Every single person. We also know that the CDC just came out with guidelines that if you're fully vaccinated you should be without a mask if you're around other fully vaccinated people i'm not saying i agree with that or disagree with that and we I'm might saying, even allow you to have a picnic yeah, on independence day go suck a fat one cdc and, right <clears throat> excuse so me. anyway all of that to be said 
the CDC says this this whole time we've been hearing from the Biden administration, follow Fauci, follow the CDC, follow the CDC, follow the CDC, because they're your God, right? They tell you what to do. They are going to keep you safe. The science. And now the science comes out, apparently the science comes out and says, unmask yourself. You're fine. You're immune. You're good to go. And these little losers, everybody, but the two, the two women just really pissed me off. Sitting back there with their masks on, what is it? What do you think? It's 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 straight up political. But here here's the political here's, theater. It's a, it's a messaging to their to their base. But if you want to push the vaccine, this is precisely the worst kind of messaging because what does it tell people? Well, we've all been vaccinated, yet we're sitting here like little bitches with our muzzles on. Yep. Is that how you want to encourage the sheep to get their vaccines? No. What you need to say is, hey, I got my two vaccines and I'm doing whatever the hell I was doing in 2019. Right. That's what I'm doing. So aside from that, where I want to jump in. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Every single Republican in the room, shame on you, you fucking coward. Oh. That's what you are. Okay. You were... You did not have, and none of you had the balls to walk in there without a muzzle on. Ted Cruz, we're looking at you. Shame on you. I've liked Ted Cruz a lot, but last few weeks I am having a lot of doubts about the guy because I'm I'm just, I'm... I don't know. I'm just... So how, he picks and chooses what, when he's no, like, you have know. to stand up. And, you have, and again, for everybody who's listening, you feel comfortable wearing a mask and you feel like it's doing something for you. Wear the damn mask. I don't care. But if I don't want to wear mine, I don't want to hear your opinion. It's none of your damn business. But more importantly than that, the people in our country's leadership who have been saying one thing for a year, a year and a half now, that, okay, 15 days is slow the spread. Okay, once... 400 days ago. Okay, once you're, you're, um, you know, you you don't have to wear a mask outside. Oh, now you have to wear a mask outside. Oh, now you have to wear a mask in schools. Oh, now you have to wear a mask even if you're vaccinated. You, they've been saying, oh, now once you're vaccinated, now you're fine if you're with other vaccinated people. (coughs) Excuse me. Once... Like, you hear the people in leadership who just continuously lose their backbone and they're so weak. They have no backbone And they, they're they have no either lying to, to us like or they exalted, do. Exalted Dr. Fauci. That, okay. I have to cough again. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, question, question here, yes. Um, for everybody listening, would you get vaccinated if you never had to hear... Fauci's voice again. I would actually consider it. If I don't ever have to see his stupid face and his voice, I would actually consider getting vaccinated. Um, well, that's not... Side note. That's not right. Because but, we, we have a... Our stance is that this is our personal stance, whether you listeners like it or not, is that this has been a rushed through... Not FDA approved. Not that I trust the FDA anyway, but not FDA approved. Um, Hold on, my uh, tinfoiled hat is need some adjusting. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Pfizer is the most like egregious company 
where they've had so many lawsuits against them. Okay, and not with this vaccine, they don't well, have any. Of course, they can't <laughs> now. But all I'm saying is, the Moderna and Pfizer, they're not innocent companies. We are not anti-vaxxers. No. Disclosure: If you want to get vaccinated, do it. If you want to wear a mask, do it. If you mask your children, you're a piece of shit. Oh. Uh, Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you mask your children, well, if you're like you're a child abuser. Yeah. I mean. Sorry. I we should probably move on. Reflections number two. <laughs> no. 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 Because no. you need people need to hear where you're coming from. There. It's not just like cut and dry. Uh, okay. So mm. I understand. No. I understand. Mm. <sighs> okay. All right. We'll discuss what yes. Peter just said on. Um, Probably reflections number two after we think about. I think we might have reflections after every episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, okay. So moving on. So we'll get back to that at the next. We'll, we'll circle. We're back. We're very passionate. So yes. moving on. We, uh, but again, oh, to Lord reiterate. Oh, oh no! I have one more thing that I want right, to say right, about shoot. this. Okay, so I have a family member that I shall not mention that I discussed masks with about I don't know it was before the election okay and this family member and I are polar opposites in our political views we barely ever talk about politics so this it was just interesting that we even like I don't know how I probably brought it up but I don't know how it was brought up but I said something like well if Biden is elected Get ready to continue to wear masks forever. And this person laughed at me and was like, uh, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, Biden just did an interview on NBC. Uh, I think it was a Today Show and I forget who it was with. But he sat there and he said that it is our patriotic duty to continue to wear masks even if we are fully vaccinated. This is your president, folks. This is your weak-ass president. Yep. And I, all I have to say is, to that family member, I told you so. Just like I I've said... I to say it, but I told you so. Just like I've said, I told you so about a thousand times to all the people who've called me a conspiracy theorist, and it continues to be proven true what I say... It is so frustrating that everybody has just been like, oh, no, he would never do that. Well, guess what? He's doing it. Because Here we are. He's a We're radical. And, and I don't even think, you know what? You know what the thing is? I think his handlers, he is, he is perfect. He's, oh, he's a puppet. He's, he's yeah. perfect for the job because every single thing that he's pushing through as his agenda, whatever his handlers told him to do. Yeah. He's this, you know, doddering old fool that is so non-threatening to everybody or anybody right. that it doesn't matter. Like, oh, just good old Uncle Joe. Jo. Oh, my gosh. You should see the comments, you know, babe, that I see. If it People was, are like, oh, thank God. They need thank him. God some. They need. Hold on. Just calm down. Can I just finish this statement? They say, thank God a empathetic, oh. kind <laughs> man is back in the office. Yeah, That's all they care uh, about. He's demented. Yeah, he one. doesn't even know what day it is. Uh, Go ahead. He's perfect for the agenda because 
he's non-threatening. He's not he's not like Trump. Right. The second he kicks the bucket, which probably is going to be soon, <laughs> they're not going to be able to push all of that shit because it's not going to be he's not going to be the vessel for their agenda. They're going to have the Kamala who is who is a Kamala babe, we racist. Whatever. Whatever she can. Okay. <clears throat> So, but hold on, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? You know what? It's okay, because you were going down a, like, just a long, we all get it. Oh, masks, masks. Oh, yeah, that's geez. right. Uh, he is, he is weak. And as we saw on the, on the Zoom call with all of the world leaders, he's the only one wearing a mask. Yeah. He's the only one without a flag behind him. Embarrassing. We do not need this as a country no it's a disgrace we need strength was trump crazy in should have somebody take should have somebody taken a twitter from him yes (laughs) yes somebody should have walked in mr president hand me your damn phone you're not tweeting for the rest of the year or the or, or the rest of the 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 presidency the first term he would have won yeah but we did not have russia flexing we did not have china flexing North Korea got real quiet. Yeah. Iran, all of a sudden, nothing happening. Right. Now, the They're- world, as much as the world does not like America, we have made, made mistakes in our f- foreign policies. Of course. And, and, and kind of too much pushing. There is a time, and it is happening right now, when the world will say and is saying, America goes... So does the rest of the world. And this little bitch that we have as a president with his damn mask and no flag, he will take this world down. He's showing the world, come get us. Yep. I have no balls. I have no backbone. What am I going to do? I'm a senile old man who has a bunch of America-hating people that I put into the office with me. Come get us. Everybody hates America that works for me. So why... Why wouldn't I invite China over? I mean, they're, he's literally inviting China over. Anyway, so moving forward, because this is just starting to piss me rant. off. And it's, and it's a rant. Um, after, after the speech, Tim Scott, the only re- black Republican senator that we have at the moment. Um, and I say that for a reason, and I'll get into it in a second, but Tim Scott came out and had a speech, and then at the end of the speech, he shocked the world by saying, America is not a racist country. You you would have thought that you put a dagger in the hearts of all the leftists, especially the white, woke leftists, right? Because this is their whole... This is their whole game is to say that America is is racist and to have a black man say that it's not. Well, guess what they do? Jimmy Kimmel uses that because he has no other life. He I mean, Trump was his meal ticket. Trump's out of office. So now he has to go after all the other Republicans that make sense. So he goes after Tim Scott, basically mocking that he's the only black senator, Republican senator. How many Democratic black senators are there, Peter? Do you know? Two. Oh. There's two. Mm -hmm. And you know what? One was just freaking elected. Warnock. Warnock. 
who is, who is who the is worst himself. He is the, possible he human is the being. Full, full so all I'm saying uh-huh. is Republicans had the first black senator, and I don't know the, the date right now off the top of my head, in the 1800s. We were the first ones to have a black person in leadership. Democrats didn't have one. I want to say it was in the 80s. I could be wrong. Peter's looking it up right now, but it makes a huge difference. They're trying to claim that they're like the woke ones, and it's ridiculous. So all of that to be said, that was Jimmy Kimmel. And then Joy Behar, if you know, she is on The View, which The View has just gone to absolute crap. But she literally said that he must be confused. He must not know the difference between the difference between systemic racism and uh, a racist country. So we have a old white woman trying to tell a black man what is racism. Yeah. Because that's, that's honestly what the left does. It's a whole bunch of, racist white people telling black people how they think. And this kind of goes into another person named Alyssa Milano. If you don't know her, she's a, she was a 90s star. Every uh, boy growing up just loved her. I don't know why. Well, she was like a cute young star in the 80s and 90s. No, she didn't have... Yes, she had a big personality, Peter. So anyway, she was every boy's heartthrob, okay? She has become like foot in mouth syndrome, the worst of the worst. So she goes on TikTok. she might have some sort of a mental... mental She might, she might. But she goes on TikTok, and I'm a big fan of TikTok now. I used to, you know, make fun of it, but now I'm a huge... I'm a huge fan of TikTok. Um, so she's on TikTok and she likes to, you know, speak for black people. That's, that's her biggest thing. That's kind of a, that's kind of a wide liberal female thing, right? That's what I was saying. Like, she's like the worst thing to happen for black people. And yet she feels like she's like their savior, right? Let me tell you how you should feel. Right. So she basically goes and she says this whole thing about. Imagine being a. For those of us who are not black I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. You know what, Peter? You have one job to I do. Don't, I don't mess up. Um, she basically goes on to say, imagine being a black man and imagine living in the world today and imagine ha- having a system, living in a system that wants to put down black people. Okay, so she's basically saying that our system is racist and we want to be racist and we we do not... Uh, fight for the the rights of black people. And then, so this awesome, awesome woman on TikTok, and I think her name is, um, I have to find her name we'll, for you. We'll find it. Um, I, by the way, I saved this video a, two days before anybody, it, it, Louder with Crowder used it, Ben Shapiro used it. So let it be known. I saved it before. I had it, I wanted to, it to be on the podcast let's listen to her 
side, she's a black woman who has a lot of um, uh, strength and intelligence, and she has a buttery voice that I just love listening to. We're not going to play the Alyssa Milano. We're just going to no her response to Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah. So listen now. Here she goes. Imagine being a black man and being told by some white lady with a microphone that you and the criminal on TV are one and the same because you look alike. Imagine being told by society that white people can be all that they can be, but you as a black man, the content of your character is completely irrelevant. You are the color of your skin and that is all you will ever be. Imagine being told you can't figure out how to vote because of the color of your skin. Socioeconomics affects everyone, but apparently you're not as smart as the poorest white person. Lady, I don't want to hate you. I'm a 90s kid. I grew up with you. So I know you're very talented. I understand your heart is in the right place, but you are everything you preach against. Oh, so good. So good. So if you could, hopefully you could hear that, but she's just basically saying, imagine being a black person, because that's how Alyssa spoke. Imagine being a black man. And she's saying, imagine being a black man and, and being told by white people that you are not anything other than your skin color because that's what they're saying and and you're not like when it comes down to it you're not capable of voting because yeah you you don't know how to work the internet you know the the thing is they're doing this whole bullshit deal with the georgia election law you can literally come with your gas bill you can come with your social security card you can come with the with the uh, unemployment benefits or a welfare check. Yeah. You can come with with literally your left sock with a hole in it and you tell them you wore that sock yesterday and they will let you vote. Shut up. That is the bigotry of low expectations that Democrats are putting on black people. They are more than capable to get the fucking ID. Yeah. And me as an immigrant, I was appalled. When I went to vote for the first time, I went in. You're shouting in my ear right now. I said my name and they let me vote. And I was very frustrated about it. Yeah. You were like, "Uh, here's my ID. that is not enough. Right. That is not enough. And it's not just because I am capable of getting an ID. Everybody else is too. Yeah. And if your um, DMV is four miles for, for, you know. You know who suffers more than anybody else is the, is the, are the, what's the opposite of urban? I can't say the word. I can't say the word. Rural people. (laughs) Because they might have to drive 30 miles to an DMV. Right. Urban people. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Any, any, any urban people. And these are the people who, who Democrats are, you know. Aiming, uh, aiming at yeah. as, as victims, they have it actually a little better than people in Appalachia. If there is a guy in West Virginia, he might have to drive to freaking DMV to get his ID. He might have to drive 30 miles. I have to stop for some... Never mind. But, um, yes, it is the, 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 the bigotry of low expectations and it is unacceptable. If I were a black person... I think that there can be many things happening at the same time. I think that I could be extremely saddened by certain uh, 
police shootings that happen. I think that I can be at the same time extremely saddened by people using me as a skin color to further their political agenda. We see it every time. We see it every four years. Every eight years, we see it. It, It's just, it's so sad. And I would fight. I would be so pissed off. Yeah. Because it's been happening too long. Because you're getting reduced down to the amount of pigment in your fucking skin. Yeah. That's what you are being reduced to. Right. And... And And every black person I know, and I know you feel the same way, is fully capable of making their own decisions. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. They have families and businesses and jobs and whatever. Don't tell me that they can't do that. And that's coming from one side. I'm sorry. Absolutely. No no question. It's ridiculous. On on the side note here, and it has to do with that, and this is a little bit of a personal kind of history... Oh, no. I, what? I just don't know where you're going. My first boyfriend was black. There we go. (laughs) Just kidding. Peter hates that I talk about that. Um, The, I lived in your country. Yeah. You obviously know way more about your country than I do. I do. But I lived in your country and I experienced some actual like nationwide racism. Oh, it's alive and well. Yeah. So, and the reason I say, so I'm not saying, and I'm going to preface this. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist because obviously there's always going to be racism. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying racism will always exist. There's always going to be racist people. But when it comes to nationwide integral in the nation, you know, part of the policies of the nation. No, it's not here, but in, your country, one thing that, you know, shocked me when I saw it is that schools were still separating by color in the uh, lunchroom. Yeah, yeah. It, let's, let's call this a anecdotal evidence, okay? It is not a... <laughs> no, 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 no. What does that mean? Well, it means it is not a governmental policy. Right. It is not, it is not a... It is, I, I cannot speak for every school and every cafeteria right. in the country. But how many cafeterias, personally, I'm, did you witness that happening in? Three, four? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get... How do you no, not know? Just because I've only went, I've only gone to so many schools. That's what, what I'm saying. What I'm trying to... Here, here's the story, okay? My mother ran a school cafeteria for 30 years. Okay, it's a little different than it is here because there's actually food being made, not just some fresh big, food, not just some bullshit reheated uh, um, from the week before. Uh, so the food is made. There is actual cooks and everything. And as I was growing up, it was weird because it wasn't as bad while I was growing up. But then when I left the, the elementary and middle school that my mother worked at. It got a little worse. So, so the what got worse? The whole basically segregation well, in the cafeteria. So, my mother was not a part of it. She was kind of politically forced into it because if you don't go with the flow, you lose your job. You lose your job. So, 
there was there, there were a few years when the teachers themselves, actual teachers in the school, and you know the principal would be part of it and all that. They would say, well, you know, we might want to have we might want to have the gypsies on this side of the cafeteria and the white kids on this side of the cafeteria. And, you know, what? Well, maybe the gypsies don't even go in a line for food with the white kids. They just get served. And maybe they don't even use the same silverware. And maybe mm-hmm. they just don't go to the same window. Mm-hmm. So, because, didn't you, you know... Say, didn't you say it was because of a lot of parents complaining, yeah, too? Yeah, there was parents. Parents was complaining teachers. about... White parents complaining, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want my kids Actual sitting with fucking racism kids. that yeah. you would be crucified for here in America today. Yeah. It happened. I'm I'm talking ten years ago, if that. Yeah. Okay, so it's probably still shut happening. up. <laughs> it, it, probably, yeah. and, so, and and it that is a systemic racism. Yeah. That is institutionalized racism. We can debate the you know the minorities and and whatever's happening. Oh, all the gypsy kids kids have lice, and we don't want lice on our white kids. You know what I mean? Whatever. It's that's what people say. This is know. actually. Actual, real racism. Another thing is when I was there, because I witnessed that, but I also witnessed, we talked about this the other day. I remember, you know, we lived in like a village on the far eastern part of your country. And there was this big, beautiful city. I mean, an hour and a half to two hours away that was, as you get, obviously, in, in any country, as you get into the big cities they're more modernized they're more uh yeah, you think that there's yeah. more uh, diversity for a very whatever. eastern europe it's a it's a it's a well this we heard the story and i forget how or if it was on the it was on the news i remember a female black basketball player it's probably 2017 18 yeah. Seven, eight, not yeah, eighteen. Right, right, yeah, right, right, right. Um, she was chased down the main street of the city and just beaten to a pulp. And it was she was the only black person, and she was just beaten to a pulp. And and all I'm saying is, and I, and I know that happens here, of course, but first of all, when you go over to a country that's ninety nine percent white <laughs> or ninety percent white. And what? Probably closer to 99. 99. And then you have like people, first of all, they don't understand some people. Some people are super loving and I'm not saying your country isn't like there's so many loving people, but like there's this whole other world out there that people here have no idea it exists. Right. That it's actual racism that people are fearing for their lives if they're of a yeah. different color over there. Like here, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't go all the way to fearing for their lives. Wow. Where I'm from, try to go to Russia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go to go to China, and you know what? What I really wanted, I was thinking about it today. What I really wanted to say: racism is not race exclusive. Mm-hmm. There are black racists. Oh, yeah. There are Hispanic races. There are Asian races. Asian nations hate each other. The atrocities that Japanese did on China in the World War II. Right. So it, it, it is a problem 
that you can only be a racist as a white person in America today. Right. That is not true. Do not feel inferior because you're white. You are not a racist by nature. You are not a racist because you have white skin. That's the newest... Um that's that's the newest. It's a crit- critical critical race theory, <coughs> and 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 everybody on the left that I know is preaching that from actual preachers to actual Christian uh, people that I went to church with to uh, random professors and doctors and everybody else. It's not true. If there's a if if there's a parent, one parent that is listening to this right now, please do get involved with your school board. Mm -hmm. Look through the curriculum. Look through what they're preaching, what they're teaching. Look, if there is any, any semblance of critical race theory, please stand up and fight against it because your children will suffer. True. So we have... um talked a lot today I guess so. and i want to finish with the hiney hole of the week oh, oh. <laughs> i changed i changed the name for the third time um okay so hiney hole of the week is muriel bowser do you know who that is i didn't it's the dc mayor oh yeah, yeah, yeah. because she banned Standing and dancing at wedding receptions. Right in time for the wedding season. It's literally the wedding season. And I double, triple checked this because of the whole Kamala story. And I thought, oh, gosh, the last thing we need is another story that we're just like, this is what happened. And it didn't happen. But um, there's there. Yeah, it, it happened. So you can only Her sit at off the wedding? Only sit. You have to social distance. <laughs> And her office said that they're trying because when you stand and you dance, you're more likely to touch each other. Oh, shit. Right? God forbid. So. Make sure you leave the room for Holy Spirit. So this Democratic mayor, who is an obvious crazy person, um, imposed this. And I think that she's the hiney hole of the week because that is, first of all, insanity. She's going, okay, you know what they're doing now? They're taking their business to Virginia, to uh, other parts. Delaware. Delaware is not next. <laughs> no? What's the, it's all right. What, no, 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 no. Where, where's the D.C.? On the border of Delaware and Virginia? No. Virginia, right? Virginia? Oh, <laughs> Wisteria. <laughs> no, it's. No. Oh, shit. Maryland. That, that's. I, I'm going to embarrass look, you here. Look it I'm, up. I'm right Wow. Now we might have to scrap this whole damn thing. Go ahead, scrap the whole damn thing. Peter's tapping with his two fingers. Oh, shut up. He's the worst. Oh. Guess in in your country they never taught you how to type, <clears throat> huh? Babe, keep keep on keep on keeping on, okay? Okay. Anyway, while he tries to debunk what I just said, and he'll fail miserably. Um, all I'm saying is she's a wackadoodle. So. Are the majority of the the people in Washington D.C. Look, Baltimore, Maryland. Look at that. Oh, just shut up. <laughs> keep on, keep on. Anyway, so um, we hope you have a wonderful day. 
We hope that you're not sick like my family is and that you're staying safe and that you're not as fed up as we are because we're, as you can tell today, we're really fed up.